is a really great way to sort of gauge that audience interest before you put the time and effort into creating something. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I have been approaching sales a bit different in my business for the past year and a half. I used to rely really heavily on social media for sales and just overall like recognition and for people to know who I am and what I'm doing. And I still love social media, but I have been relying a lot more on email marketing. And in using email marketing more, I have been so pleasantly surprised at the results that I've had and the increase in sales that I've made both for products and for like in-person services. One of the changes that I've implemented more recently since using emails, I think is it has been a game changer in my launch strategy. And that's what I want to share with you today. I have been waitlist launching. And I know that that doesn't sound particularly sexy or exciting. You've maybe heard the term before. I gave waitlist launching a go with the content toolkit. I have um, a product called the content toolkit which basically is the what when it comes to what do I post on social media. It tells you what to post, the types of posts that you can create with the content prompts that I give you, links to Reels audio, templates in Canva, that type of thing. So I launched that on Black Friday and I launched it to a waitlist and it went really, really well. I mentioned it a couple of times on social media, but it primarily sold to the waitlist. And then... I implemented a waitlist again in January for my brand minis. And if you remember from the episode a couple of weeks ago where I talked about making $5,000 in one day from brand minis, that was in huge part, I think, to launching to a waitlist. Now, listen to that episode because there's a lot of things that went into a very successful brand mini day. But one of the changes that I made was launching to a waitlist and I had really great results. So. Waitlist launching. If you're thinking like, oh, I don't want to do more with email. I don't think this is for me. Please keep listening because this is actually, in my opinion, a really great way to get started with email that is a lot less overwhelming than like creating freebies and um, I don't know, different like email funnels and that type of thing. That stuff still has its place and I think it's wonderful, but it can be also really overwhelming. So waitlist kind of take that pressure off a little bit, which um, brings me to my first point, like why waitlist launch at all? And I have a couple of reasons why this has been such a game changer. The first one is that it takes the pressure off of selling on social media. It's given me more freedom to just be on Instagram, use Instagram to educate, to connect, to kind of show the more personal side of my personal brand. Anytime that I announce offers on social media, I've usually already sold a couple of spots or a couple of products to my waitlist. And so it just takes that pressure off a little bit when I am hanging out on social media. And that's how I would prefer it. I talk about this a lot, but I think Instagram needs to stay fun and it can get draining really quickly. So taking some of that pressure off can be a really big help. It also gauges your audience's interest before you start launching. 
So if you're thinking that you might want to sell spots for something, maybe you want to do an in-person event or you want to do a product or something like that, it's really difficult to know if your audience is open to that and if they're interested unless you ask. And having them sign up for a waitlist is a great way to gauge that interest. Because if you think about it, when someone is signing up for a waitlist, they are most of the time saying, I am going to give you my name and my email so you can tell me when it's time for me to pay you something. Like that's how interested they are. That's pretty phenomenal. And so if they're signing up for your waitlist so you can tell them when they have first dibs to pay you something, that means they're really interested. So this is a really great way to sort of gauge that audience interest before you put the time and effort into creating something. Now, if you do this and then the signups for your waitlist are really slow, um, you're just not getting as many people as you thought you would, that's also okay. This is a good opportunity to then educate your audience a bit more on why this thing that you're going to be selling will be helpful to them, why they should be interested in it. Because sometimes we have to do that education. Probably a lot of the time we have to do that education to help our audience kind of through that purchase funnel, essentially. So it can still give you a lot of information even if your signups aren't going that well. I use Flowdesk when it comes to email marketing. I'm obsessed with Flowdesk. I've tried a lot of different email platforms and none of them compare. It's incredibly easy. It's a pretty low price. It's $20 a month with an affiliate link and I will include that link in the show notes if you're interested in signing up. They do offer a free trial. I know $20 a month is still $20 a month. However, most email platforms charge you more as you add more people to your list. So MailChimp might be free now, but once you have a substantial amount of people on that list, you're going to start paying substantially more really quickly. And so with Flowdesk, only paying $20 a month for the length of your membership is actually pretty killer if you're going to be using email regularly anyway. And I will say we have other episodes about email marketing and we can link to those too, but people are more likely to buy via email as opposed to social media. When we're in a social media app, specifically Instagram, we are staying there and Instagram wants us to stay there. If you've noticed lately, when you click on a link and leave Instagram, Instagram will prompt you, you're leaving Instagram. Are you sure you want to leave Instagram? Like they do not want us to leave. With email, when we're in our inboxes, we're very used to clicking links and going to different websites and shopping around and coming back. It's just part of the process. And that is something that is true for a lot of industries, not just the creative industry or photography. It's something that we find across different industries as well. One of the cool things about Flowdesk is that not only can you build your email list, but you can also create landing pages that have forms for people to fill out to join your email list. And so that's what I like doing when I am launching or when I'm using a waitlist. Sometimes I will build out the form to live on my website because you're going to get more website traffic that way. But if I'm just kind of gauging like how interested is my audience in this particular program or service, I will just create a landing page in Flowdesk and launch that way. I won't go into a ton of detail on this episode about how to do that because you're probably listening to this in the car or while you're washing dishes. But in the show notes, we will link to a blog post that 
kind of walks you through how to set this up. But essentially, you're setting up a form. And then once people sign up on that form, they will be entered into a segment. And that segment is your waitlist. So it could be like, I have a segment for headshot mini session, like a headshot mini session day, if they're interested in that. I had a segment for the content toolkit when that was launched. So you have segments and then you're able to see who's interested in what product or service and then you have the ability to communicate with them via email. You know what I love? Coming home after a long day of work and sweating away in a hot kitchen for over an hour just to get a meal on the table my family all complains about. Oh wait, no. No, I actually don't love that at all. I love the idea of a family meal together and it's something that is incredibly important to me, especially as my kids get older, but man, dinner time is one of the most stressful times of my day. Or at least, it used to be. Lately, I have been relying on chilled freezer meals, especially during busy weeks when I simply don't have the capacity to cook dinner or remember to eat lunch myself. Chilled makes mealtime simple, with frozen meals for local pickup and home delivery to communities throughout eastern and central Iowa, and they ship meal bundles nationwide. They have convenient options for conventional meals, as well as choices for those following a gluten-free or keto lifestyle. Chilled meals are budget-friendly with options in sizes from single-serve to portions for large families. We are huge fans of the cracked chicken sliders and mini lasagnas, and I always throw in a couple orders of breakfast burritos when I order my weekly dinners. They are so slick for days I forget to eat breakfast or lunch, which sometimes is all the time. You can get 10% off your first order at chilledfreezermeals.com with the code MADDIE, M-A-D-D-I-E. That's chilledfreezermeals.com and the code MADDIE to get 10% off your first order. Now, this is where I actually did tap into that social media audience to grow this waitlist. And because now all business pages or allegedly all business pages, I I know sometimes Instagram is slow to roll things out, but you should have the ability to link to something in your Instagram stories. You don't need 10,000 followers for that anymore. And so uh, that makes it really easy to direct people to something like an email list, a wait list. And so that's what I did. I posted the link in Instagram stories. I said, hey, I'm starting this waitlist for XYZ. Feel free to sign up here. And that was the majority of how I grew that waitlist. You do not need a big following to be able to do this. This is one of those instances, one of those many instances where quantity over quality. So even if you have 500 people who follow you on Instagram, if you could get five of them onto a wait list, again, that is a really warm audience who's very interested in purchasing from you. So those five sales, depending on what you're selling, that may be all you need to make. So don't get too wrapped up in the fact that like your wait list isn't growing that quickly because you don't have as big of an audience to share it with initially. Even getting a handful of people onto a wait list is huge because it tells you that they're interested and that they're interested in purchasing from you. This is also a fantastic way to grow your email list. So for those of you who have been interested in growing an email list, but uh, you don't have the time to put together an email freebie or the idea of putting together an email freebie is really overwhelming to you, one, I want you to listen to the episode with my friend Jenny Roth because she really breaks it down in a very simple way. And two, consider 
building your email list with wait lists instead, or at least to start out because you're still going to be getting people onto your list and they're really interested in what you're talking about and what you're launching. You don't have to give them anything immediately. It could be something that comes a couple of months later or a couple of weeks later. So saying that you are going to do a mini session day and you're building a wait list for that, they're still getting something out of that. They're getting that mini session as soon as it's released, but you don't have to create anything. You can just open up that wait list and let it fill up and then launch to it when you're ready. Once you have a wait list, whether it has one person on it or a hundred people on it, remember that your wait list should be the group of people that get first access to whatever it is you're offering. So your wait list is going to lose its luster if you tell people that, hey, join my wait list and you're going to get first access to everything, but then you actually don't give them first access to everything. So say you're doing a mini session day, make sure that your wait list gets first access to that and maybe give them 24 hours before you open it up to social media or anyone else. This is also a really great way to build your confidence because then by the time you go to sell this offer or pitch this offer to the rest of your audience, you will likely already have sold a couple and it's going to be easier for you to show up in a way where you want to sell more if you have that confidence built from already selling. Launching is a mind game more than anything, and it can be really draining to continue to show up and talk about something if you're not making sales on it. And that's a lot of that is just kind of part of the process of figuring out what works and what doesn't. But imagine if you could have already sold one or two spots or one or two products before you even open it up to everyone else. That just feels so much better energetically and it gets you in a more positive headspace to be able to keep showing up and keep selling for the rest of your audience. You could also offer a discount to your waitlist. So if it's something where maybe you're launching a new product and it's going to go live for a certain price, you could offer your waitlist gets 10% off of it when they join the waitlist and they'll also be the first to know. That's another really great incentive to get them to join the waitlist at all. Again, without you having to create any sort of freebie, you're just giving them that percentage off. I've been a huge fan of this waitlist strategy in my business. It's so simple that I struggled even doing an episode about it because it just feels so, so simple. But I think sometimes that's the best thing in business. When something is so simple, it feels like, well, why didn't I think about this six months ago? Or why didn't I do this before? Um, So experiment with this. If you've been wanting to get more into email and um, you're curious what that could do for your business, consider launching with some waitlist to see if that can help you build your email list and also increase your sales without having to do a whole lot of extra work. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.